0: sports listeners I'm your host Erica Salda, the queen of team please tune in every single Tuesday this is a whole hour of Santa Barbara Teen Athletes yep yeah, everybody together And all those businesses, people that support those, not just athletes, but artists, community leaders, community leaders. We've got a lot of amazing kids in this town. And anybody that supports those kids via business or nonprofit, we want to know about it. So if you all want to be folks out there, um, would like to share your stories, contact us. Uh, You can reach the best email probably right now is... Uh, queen of teen sb at gmail.com or you can just do a you, you like the old school phone calls 805-679-3776 teen sports radio is everywhere so you can reach us us also on facebook um and if you know anybody personally that is hosting the show, just reach out to them because we love to support you. This is a great community. In the house today we have, let me just go around the room, Michelle Myring with Pal. Put your Woo! hands together. <laughs> Emily Urchison, Ed Langlow, Dominique Cackett will be joining us. Um she's not here at this time, but I'm just gonna say Dominique Hackett! Woo! Yeah, she's not here. She can't even say anything. Um but I'm really excited because when M- Michelle Myring, Dr. D, of course, I, he just, you know, what am I going to say to Dr. D? There's no show without Dr. D. It kind of helps. Mm-hmm. Right, D? No show without you. Well, let me just add something. Uh, it's not just Dr. D. Uh, I only found this out <laughs> about two weeks ago uh, that t- I celebrated my 10th anniversary on December 31st. Okay. As Reverend. I signed up as a reverend online 10 years ago. Oh, there you go. <laughs> well, I'm not, I'm not going to say what I need your services, but you just never <laughs> 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 That would make a splash, I'm sure. <laughs> that would make a big splash. But we got lots of new commercials coming up. It's mm-hmm. a lot of fun working with the various uh, individuals who come in to record. We have a lot of fun with it. Uh, Matter of fact, Ed's going to be voicing up one for us here shortly for the the jazz. What's the organization Santa Barbara
1: Jazz Society. Santa
0: Barbara Jazz. I love jazz. Yeah. Uh, We're going to get some hardcore numbers here on our 10th anniversary because- um, Oh my gosh. For you guys- 10 years? uh, Yes. Coming up. Mm -hmm. Uh, But we've donated every minute- Since day one. Yeah. So it's nice. So we're going to get some figures on that here. I'm going to give it to my forensic accountant and see what that was worth. You have a forensic? Yes. We have to do it forensically uh. because, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it has to be all done above it. You know what I'm saying? Well, forensic uh, beats uh, Beats calling them a post-mortem. I post think mortem. got a whole drawer of t-shirts as thank yous. Uh, yeah, I've got quite That's a said, few. got a lot of tees. They said, yeah. just throw the a guy, a nice size large. You know? extra large. And then they were out. They was extra large. He goes, I'll take an extra large. I'll take extra I large. I said, all right. You're just not even yeah. picky about the size. I don't care. That's it. If he was a make medium, it small. he'd drop the weight. That's it. He'd be on a 90-day cleanse to <laughs> no fit in that shirt.
2: He has a Pal sweatshirt. I oh, do. Does he? I Pal? do, indeed. We love Pal. I do. Yeah. We love Pal.
0: And you know something? You walked in with somebody. I'm not even going to say anything more because I want you to tell the story. And mm-hmm. I am I am honored to be in the same room um, with your guest. And that's all. I'll leave it at that. So uh, I'll let you take over. Michelle Myring, with Pal. Thank Woo! you, Michelle.
2: I know. You know, he's been a guest on the show before. Um, he's part of our Explorer Post program that train with officers we are currently recruiting so if you are a teen out there ages 14 through 20 and you are thinking a career in law, law enforcement a career in the military the explorer post really is the place to be um i have our sergeant um jose navarro here today everybody I'm if you needed a rent
0: okay if you wanted to live someplace i would make it happen You understand because i uh, safety is what i believe in okay and i'd love to have a gentleman like yourself in the house anywhere within a, a general i feel so much safer that you're in this room right now
2: <laughs> i mean I, I know,
0: know, honestly oh, like, look
2: at his smile i know it's great and Because this is a radio show, you can't see him, but if you could, you would recognize him because he um, is also a a city ambassador. They wear the red shirts, and he was recognized as a local hero last month. So let's, let's get his take on the whole event.
0: I want to start.
2: What will you're gonna get a lot of claps, but I want you to start off with the alarm
0: in the morning. I want to know what you had for breakfast. I want to know from the first breath of wake up exactly what was going through your mind that whole day.
3: Okay. Okay. Awesome. So I wake up like around at eight in the morning because we start our shift at nine. So just to get ready, collect myself, brush my teeth have a little bit of breakfast, some cereal. Honey Bunches of Oats is my favorite.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We don't even get paid for that! Go
3: Honey (laughs) Bunches! Yeah, and then me and my partner, it was Romeo. He's also another explorer. He's also a sergeant. Um, We we work together, so that was the shift that we got together, 9 in the morning. Um, Everything's going as usual. We're just walking, so just in case you guys didn't know, the Ambassadors patrol State Street. So from Sola to Cabrillo, so Arlington all the way to the beach, pretty much. Um, we speak to businesses, try to interact on what they'd like to see on State Street. They do have issues with the homeless. That is what we're here for. We try to con- um, we try to give them we try to connect them to resources if they want housing, if they want to get um, anything like to go to the uni shop. Where so to you get food? You
4: literally walk up, you see someone, you realize they're homeless by their condition, yes. and you engage in a conversation.
3: Yes, we try. We try to engage with them. Many of them, they know us now. They don't want to talk to us for the reason that we gotta do our job. But um, yeah, but we do try to um, connect them to resources if they would like, and try to get their name. Try to um, make kind of make them a friend. We know they're there, and we try to interact with them. Just try to help them out if we can.
4: And, I mean, it's nice, at least you're validating, you know, there's a human being right here who may need help.
3: Yeah, Mm -hmm. of course, of course. So, yeah, just in case you guys didn't know, that's a little bit of part of what we do. We also um, warn people on the Sydney ordinances there's no skating on State Street. There's no smoking in public, only in the bars after 10. And at least $150 fine. So be careful out there. So, yeah, there's a little bit of that what stuff. What about the loud music? Boom, boom, boom. I'm
0: just asking. Because we went down there this last week, and I'm like, seriously? Yeah. Am I that old? No. Okay, that this is real. The car is shaking.
3: No, yeah. Okay. So we can't enforce anything, sadly. But we do educate the public on what their, um, is responsible.
4: That's helpful. Because yeah. sometimes when someone points it out, you're, you're willing to change your ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and without a ticket.
3: So yeah. What
1: about panhandling? Do you panhandling. have to deal with panhandling?
3: We do. We do. Um, once we see that, every time we see something like that, we do um, educate them that they can't be aggressively panhandling. They can't ask for money. They can have a sign out and written ri- what they'd like, but they can't ask people for money. And that's what we educate. And
5: are there consequences for that? I mean, when you say they don't, they're not always that excited to see you. What happens? Why? Um, what is? Yeah. Is there a procedure?
3: Um, so we we're, we're not taught anything. So we're it's mostly um um customer service that we that we provide. But it's each person can take it their own way. Some people do get agitated when we ask them, mm-hmm. and they can end up screaming or
1: mm-hmm.
3: like foul language you know things mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. then we just have to be able to compose ourselves mm-hmm. and my training and experience from the police program from the police explorer post they they stream at us on a day-to-day basis so mm-hmm. that's not like when that happens it's just another day mm-hmm. another day for me so i'm i'm I could I could um, keep myself calm in those moments and try to de-escalate the situation.
4: That's really helpful because a lot of us are not used to situations like that and would not be able to respond calmly.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do you
4: have your own co- uh, way
0: of communicating or do you use, everyone use their own cell phone or do you have a, a, a police unit, a uh, handheld device? Well, how do you communicate?
3: Um, so we do have a radio that connects. So it's um, the ambassador program is part, um, is partnered with downtown parking. So we're with the kiosk. Um, we do have a radio um they rec- the businesses calls our hotline our phone number and they they give um they radio us where to go like um mm,
0: nice yeah, wherever yeah. on
3: state street so wow. we get the call we we're not too fast because we're walking, Fine. but we try to get there as fast as possible. <laughs> yeah. We
2: nice. get some skateboards. We're, we're going to work on that yeah. in um, Explorer Post and the uh, whole P- PT part, getting yeah. faster. Yeah. Oh, there you go. You're <laughs> going to make <him> run. <laughs> yeah, I'm training right now. I got to get these guys running, too. Oh,
1: yeah. yeah. You know a golf okay. cart. Yeah.
2: So, t- so tell us this hero story. How, how, okay.
0: how
1: are you a hero? You
0: know what we're going to do? We what? We're going to take a break. Okay. Because, you know, I got in trouble, hit the bell. <laughs> okay. Last week I got in trouble. I went over. Okay. Oh, there you go. Okay. That's gonna be the new that's gonna be the new break bell. And when he starts, you know, giving that smooshy sign. Smushy means done. Okay. Yeah. So let's take a little break, because now we're gonna we're, see we have built up the whole audience. So awesome. now I know everyone's gonna come yeah. back. No yeah. one's gonna turn the dial. So let's take a little break. We've got lots of commercials. Eric Assall will be back with more after these messages. Yeah. This is the Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I'm your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Team. Please tune in every single Tuesday. All right, now we got a drum roll, please. Gong. Hit the hit the gong. Okay. <laughs> all right, it's on you now. <laughs> we went past the honey bunches of oats. Round two. We got all that. But I do want to say before you tell us exactly, I mean, how many years? When did you start with the program? I mean, not to go backwards, mm-hmm. but you know, that's what's funny about the show. You go back and forth and back. Okay. Yeah. So we're gonna go back. One question: okay. When did you start with this program, and how many years of training do you have? Because you you're yeah. so composed. Yeah. I if this is a six-week crash course, <laughs> or <what>. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I need Goes to. Goes with Where the do ambassador. We sign up? Okay. Yes, exactly.
3: So with the Explorer Post, I've this. I believe it's my third year. Yeah. And I started. You're how old right now? I am nineteen. Nineteen. Wow. Yes. Yeah. He
2: did attend a an academy this past summer, um, two week academy Academy, and you were acknowledged at that academy if i'm not mistaken
3: yes it was for um best the best team that worked together and the event and the events that we had at that academy what inspired
5: you to want to do this program
3: um um, I, I wanted to be a cop. He looks like a yeah. cop. Like, <laughs> like, I mean, you know, what do they look like? But honestly,
0: yeah. uh, that's why I want you to consider Los Feliz Drive. Okay. Once you get a little bit older and you need a place to live. And just tell me. Because Los Feliz Drive could use another correctional officer. I like okay, that. Awesome. Especially that knows Erica. You know?
3: yeah. <laughs> so. yeah. So I, I wanted to be a cop since high school, since my junior year of high school. So mm-hmm. that's when I, I um, found out about the program. And then I just decided to join, and see how that was like.
5: Why did you want to be a cop?
3: Um, I I want to help my community. Mm-hmm. So I know it's a lot of people say that I do, but there's not as many Hispanic cops as there should be mm-hmm. for this Santa Barbara community. Mm-hmm. There's not many Spanish speaking, mm-hmm. so I think I could do that. And in order to build a relationship with the community and make us um, closer together, we need at least Spanish speaking. Fantastic. cop out there.
4: Being a first responder takes a lot of different talents and we really, really appreciate you.
3: Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you. Nice. Very nice.
4: Do, do, do we get to hear now
5: about yes. this? Hit the bell. Hit the bell. We're, we're going to do this one now. Okay. We haven't heard this one yet. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> All a <right>. good one. <laughs> okay. All right.
3: Awesome. We're ready. Okay. Awesome. So we are working. We were doing in a survey that for the businesses regarding benches on State Street, if they want them back, because they have been taken away, um, most of them at least. Um, that's what we were doing. We were walking up on the 700 block, so if you guys don't know where that is, it's the Ban- in front of Banana Republic going northbound, so up on State Street. And then me and my partner, Romeo, the sergeant from the Explorer Post, we were we witnessed a fight going on in the middle of the street. That's, that's what we witnessed. And then we just started walking towards them because we know – we know a individual, the suspect at the time. Um, we knew him personally by interacting on, on State Street all the time. So we, we walked towards it, and then once we hear uh, another um, public, <clears throat> sorry, person, uh, general public was saying, um, "Call 911." He got stabbed. So once I we heard that, we just started running towards the individual. Once um, I see the individual walking towards the towards the sidewalk, his his back is bleeding. So the first thing that we did is just um, it, I don't know why, but instinctively I just said, "All right, let's get the gloves from the from the backpack." So we are we are prepared to do anything for the ambassador job. So we have gloves in the backpack. First thing that's a that's the first thing we did, and then while we just told him to lay down, my my um, Romeo, that's his name. He he was calling 911 as I was putting pressure on the wound. Um, another um, public, the same person that yelled out. Uh, for the 911 he was also helping me putting pressure on the wound on top of my hands we were there for at least i believe 5 minutes i don't know how long it was but the individual was scared he was crying um there's a lot he was bleeding a lot he called his mother with someone else's phone mm. saying what what was going on and i don't it just happened and next thing i know the i hear the cops coming the sirens and they just, they get there, and then they just um, block me. So I'm already doing the job, so I'm already there. And then until medics come, they cut their, his shirt. And they I move my hands from the wound, and it was it stopped bleeding. So I didn't see any bleeding whatsoever, so I guess I Your put— Your
4: hands healed. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
3: Yeah, so I guess I put enough enough pressure on the wound so, to stop the bleeding, and Just they to, take to it let from people there. know,
4: it usually takes at least six minutes— for bleeding to stop, that's a normal clogging rate. Wow! Yeah,
3: yeah so I so guess
4: and if uh, it hadn't stopped after six minutes, you would have known that something deeper was hit. Mm.
3: Yeah, so I guess he he got lucky that it wasn't that bad. I guess, but that's that's what that's my story and that's what mm. I remember occurring.
0: So he was in the stomach, is where he was in the, in the back in the in back. back yes. Oh my god! So we had him lay down seriously.
3: And then just put... That
0: so
4: stabbed you in the back. That's where that came from. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So you must have had like an adrenaline rush. When did it finally hit you that you had been involved in a traumatic event? Because sometimes it takes a little while. Yeah.
3: I honestly didn't feel any different during or afterward. Mm -hmm. I don't know why. Maybe because I was trained and I kind of already know what to do. But... It just, the my first, I didn't have any adrenaline in my, I didn't feel nervous, I didn't feel anything, I just knew what to do, and I had to do it in that moment. And, yeah, I felt like a normal person afterward. But
0: well, that's a test that you're going out <laughs> for the right position. Exactly. Well, not only that, exactly. if you do get stabbed in the back, think you can't apply your own pressure if somebody oh, just no, stabbed course, you. Yeah. That exactly. would just bled out. Yeah, I would just Kept bleeding And bleeding And bleeding So you definitely I mean And that's so helpful That
5: you were able To manage Your own emotions Because that Being a cop Is not an easy job Right You see And witness And experience so much So to be able To manage And process that And do that Is you know That's a great sign That you are In the you know In the right field And head in there When we really need People like you Because I would be Freaking out You know I mean it just (laughs) would be
2: be a bigger mess i know and i'll I'll remind everybody who's listening he's 19 Mm -hmm. and romeo's 19 yeah and so for the two of them and they're my kids they know they're my kids their mama knows they're my kids so we're all clear on that um but they really i met him when he first joined the post He was, he was kind of like a goofball, (laughs) but he was in high school and he's to see and witness the growth Mm. in him and the other kids. I mean, it it really is truly just a blessing for me to Mm. watch them develop, but 19 Mm. and remaining composed and remaining composed, telling his story. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's national mentoring month. This is where he learned how to do this. If you want to mentor, get in your, involved in your community. It's so important.
4: You know, um, people should also know you're trained. I mean, you actually went and got a skill to com- to contribute to your community. People shouldn't just go jump in and help. Mm-hmm. Putting the gloves on right away mm-hmm. is critical. And um, if you can't help in that way, make room for people to get to the person. So, you going around, that's what I would
0: have, not telling you what to do, but I would have you, you are the ambassador's ambassador. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> going around to schools, even yeah. uh, United Boys and Girls Club, oh, Boys yeah. Club of America, because again, I see it on Facebook and I, of course, I'm blessed enough to know Michelle, but I was not aware of any PAL program with my kids were growing up. I don't know why I just didn't. And I was very involved in my kids. I coached them and everything. But it's like I told Michelle, my God, if I would have known that this was here, why wouldn't I want my kids to be dropped off in this program? It's like they it would be the best to me, the best program on the planet. So and you can only do so much as far as social media. It, it's kind of, you put a face to mm-hmm. who you are mm-hmm. and, you know, just going around, um, you might a- already be doing, especially if you're registering registering right now. So, if if somebody's listening to this, the love of the story, and oh my goodness, because it could be grandparents on down. How what do you got to do to to uh, get involved in it? too? since this is the month you're signing people up, right? We
2: are we are recruiting okay. for the post right now. We do two recruitments a year. So you contact the PAL office. You also can find the information on our website, sbpal.org, and just say, hey, I'm interested in Tuesday, January 28th is the orientation day, and if this is where your passion is or you want to learn these skills and and develop more self-discipline and leadership skills, this is the way to do it. Tuesday, January 28th. Okay, yes. perfect. And, of course, if somebody
0: it, it just really touched by this story, they want mm-hmm. to support it. in another way, you know, you would love to t- take and accept a check because the city doesn't pay for this program.
2: They do not pay for this program for any that? of PAL programs. Yeah. So how do we do that? We, through the webpage, www.sbpal.org they are training to go to a competition in April and another one in July. And those run about $5,000 to send a team of 13. So anything that you want to do to support um, our youth, our future leaders, our future heroes in blue, well, current, current hero in red. Um, but, yeah, we they rely on it. And, and they are, he's a prime example of what your money goes to do.
0: Right. So you're going to
2: hit the, is it time?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness I love this new setup <laughs> time to go we've got a lot of great commercials uh, we'll be back with more after these messages Listen. Listen. This is the Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I'm your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday. Got to give a little love to uh, Carolyn Givens and Something's Good Organic. I just, I can't say enough. They just, they every two weeks like clockwork. They're so, and, and the people that she has around her and the, the delivery gals are awesome. Um, the food is always sewed on fresh. Whatever we don't use, we have chicken. So that works out real well. And Dominique is really good at, um, you know, pitching it more because Ed's gonna um, talk in a bit right after this and he's gonna tell us how he signed up for it. I'm sure he did, right Ed? No. Okay, Ed, you're gonna sign up.
4: No,
1: it's, it's, it's in Terry's court, it's not mine.
4: Okay. It, I mean when you get your box, it's like opening up a cornucopia. It just you keep pulling things out and pulling things out and pulling things out. And the nice thing is it's all in season. So what that does is that helps support our immune system. Because mm-hmm. when we're eating fruits and vegetables that aren't in season, that means they were sort of artificial actually ripened and are probably coming from far away so they don't have as many nutrients as you think that they would have. Mm. So getting fresh organic produce here close to home is more nutritious if you like beets our last box had beets and these were the biggest beets I don't know if you're a beet person
0: but these are the biggest first time I ever ate beets the next day I thought I was dying nobody told me I missed the team meeting okay but that's okay and I won't I won't expand
4: Um, but the yeah the beets are so did you not notice how big those beets were yes my my kids call them oh you're serving cooked rocks they can yeah, it's be seriously Great so anyway enough. something's good organic it's really
0: good easy to uh locate on the internet and sign up for their csa program and you can make your own box so anyway put your hands together thank you farmers we love you okay ed you're right. up you're up and we're not even going to no, hit a bell because it's you. yeah yeah we it's don't not even round three yet I so see. don't hit the bell.
1: um if only i'd known as a mentors moment with the teens here in the studio like our ambassador and in this next topic would apply to anybody that's considering becoming an ambassador or joining, pal. It's the fear of failure. Do not have a fear of failure. If only I had known when I was young just how much negativity and defeat can be spawned by the fear of failure. The fear of failure covers a wide range of experiences. Fear of failure can uh, stop you from asking someone to dance, deter you from going out for a sport, It can dissuade you from singing in public or cause your hands to tremble when coerced into public speaking. Now, the fear of failure can be a positive thing if failure might include a stay in the hospital, but the vast majority of the time, that fear is something we should just shake off and do it anyway. Now, let's revisit some of the quotes I used in past segments like... When Thomas Edison was about to start work on his 1,000th prototype of an incandescent light bulb, and somebody said, are you crazy? You already failed 999 times. And Edison said, no, I didn't. I just learned 999 ways how not to make a light bulb. (laughs) Not only did he not have fear of failure, when his experiences didn't pan out, he put in a whole different category as a lesson learned. That's the stuff technology is built on. One of Henry Ford's favorite sayings was, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. The power of negative thinking has an equal opposite effect as the power of positive thinking. Uh, Let's talk about a little different experience I had last year. I was in a singing group in continued education. There were maybe 15 of us. We'd get up one at a time, give our sheet music to the piano accompanist, Step up to the mic and perform one song. Everybody got the jitters. People that had performed on stage for years got stressed up there. And I was trying to analyze this nervous thing, and and one night I was reading an email from Deepak Chopra talking about something similar, and he said, You are your own worst critic, and the fear of failure is from within you. So it's your wanting to sing this thing perfectly and knowing that you might not that makes you nervous. So try lowering your expectations of yourself. Just say to yourself, I'm going to do the best I can at this moment and I'm going to be okay with it. I tried it and it really helped. When we as our own worst critics lowered the expectation bar, the jitters went down. When you ask older folks about regrets, they usually regret more things that they didn't do than things that they did. Promise you this. If you learn to overcome the unreasonable fears and do the things you want to do in spite of them, you'll live a much more fulfilled life for it. Listen in next time for Without Your Health, You Have Nothing.
2: (laughs) I know, there's another saying on that same, the fear of failure, masters of a skill have failed more times than a beginner has even attempted. Mm -hmm. So you don't get to success without having failures.
1: You look at the the best singers, the best basketball players, anybody, if you go back in their, their history, they'll tell you about some of the failures and getting cut from the high school basketball team, and then went on to become a pro basketball player.
5: And the other thing about that is when you are willing to, as uh, Walt Whitman says, walk confidently in the direction of your dreams, the universe conspires to support you. So vibrationally, you are shifting things. When you commit to your dream, your intention, whatever it is, these amazing forces come out and they will support what you are doing. And it's kind of shocking sometimes because you're like it it brings this incredible force and energy that I think is very affirming for you to do that. I'm experiencing uh, yeah. right that right now in my life big time. So, yeah. yes, I I totally agree with that and it takes it to the next level. It takes it vibrationally it's within you your
1: own that. mind. I've talked about that before, but physically, if you think you can't do something or you just have a negative thought, and I've put this to the test. I just stumbled on this. Physically, I got weaker by what I was thinking.
4: Mm, yep. Oh, yeah. They, they're, they're, they, it's interesting it, where it puts you in your brain. Yeah. yeah. So when, when you have confidence, you stay in the neocortex. And even though things may not go the way you think it should go, you're able to adapt. But yes. when you're afraid, you're in your limbic brain. And your limbic yes. brain's great for keeping you alive. But that's kind of... What it's for keeping you alive. The thriving and the excelling comes out of the neocortex. Mm -hmm. I have a I mean, a lot of us have experienced affiliate Freyer with performance. Mm -hmm. And I remember as a kid, ah, dreaded those piano recitals. (laughs) My first piano (laughs) recital. I was a piano teacher. (laughs) Yes. My first piano recital in front of strangers, which were the parents, you know, of all the other students. And I was so afraid. I, I demanded that I be able to use my music. Well, I was so afraid I couldn't read my music. Yes. Yeah. And, I, and yes. I flubbed up horribly. But uh, my piano teacher, thank you, Mom, had instilled <laughs> in me, you go all the way through. Then after I did my first piece, I had to do my second piece. My second piece was memorized because you're supposed to play your pieces memorized, right? Yes. I played that one. Perfectly Because I had I had absorbed the fact that Oh well I've totally messed up So it can't get any worse than that And the the last piece was a rag And I played it perfectly It's a different part of your brain though Because I do recitals with my
5: kids all the time And I went through that when I was little It is a different part of your brain That's understanding the symbols on the page And when you embody the music And so that second song You really embody that music And that makes a huge difference
1: So there's another thought that I have with uh, performing like that, and I, I got it from animals when I was living up at Lake Nosomeno. I realized that animals, if you stared at them long enough, that's when they think you're a, a predator and they take off. If just you looking at them, we probably had that same instinct as as Neanderthals. And today, my one of my theories was that when you get up in a in a front of an audience and you've got all those eyes looking at you, it's instinctive. Fight or flee? It, it, you you yeah, panic. Freeze,
5: so freeze, so that's yeah. what I kept
1: trying to deal with until I mm-hmm. l- read this Deepak Chopra thing. And I well, yep. it's not just that; it's within you that you're afraid you're going to fail.
0: Mm-hmm. Bing. Yeah. Round two. <laughs> Ooh, that's a long one. Okay, I want to listen to that all through our break. This is Erica Salda We got a lot more after these messages. <laughs> We are back, and this is the Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I'm your host, Erica Saler, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in. Every single Tuesday. And you can find us on all social media every single Tuesday. We have Tuesday evening, 11 o'clock, Sunday at 6, Monday at 3 o'clock in the morning when you're mm-hmm. sneaking around with for that piece of pie. <laughs> not that oh, yes. I've <laughs> never not done that. <laughs> Only if it's Apple. No. Um,
5: M. what do you got going? Well, I just wanted to continue a little bit more about that performance piece. And actually, we can bring it back to this uh, rescuing that was going on, right? Because in a way, when you are in the moment, so when you're up there on stage, there is something about um, and I, I know for years Because I, I went through A similar freeze experience When I was in Portugal I wanted to learn To play the guitar so bad And I was able to do it I met this great guitar teacher Oh, I had a crush on him So bad Oh, boy That's why you couldn't play <laughs> Well, no Actually, behind closed doors I was great Careful. We were playing this little, little blues riff together He said All you have to do Is get up in front of the school It's a kid's reception I'll I'll play with you no problem right no problem got up in front of the whole group the whole school all these little kids like sitting in the chairs waiting to play got up there with my guitar And I just literally froze. My fingers would not move at all. And so Mm -hmm. it was that there was something in me that was so terrified that I was not safe, right? And so it was kind of funny because there was this, he was a German guy, and there was this big vat of German wine behind for, like, after for the parents. And he's like, take a swig of that and try it I took I didn't even drink I took the biggest gulp of that thing and I'm like okay I'm ready and they still did not freeze and actually that was the beginning of my journey that I found out in terms of my own anxiety with performing and I learned I studied it and I learned it and then I had so many other people come to work with me that also experienced that and now I'm writing a musical about moving through that and finding your voice and um, that dream to sing but I really would like to bring Bring it back to you because it is so interesting. When that is a performance, when you go and you're saving somebody's life, you are on the spot. You are doing what you you uh, need to be doing that you have rehearsed over and over again. So I'd like to make that connection because I think it's really key. There is something so scary sometimes for people. And I was at a Toastmaster meeting this morning, and this woman um, we do the extemporaneous talk. And and we had this contest and I got up there and I talked and I won the little blue blue ribbon because I like to talk (laughs) extemporaneously. I can't say the word. But anyway, but this woman was so nervous and she said, I just can't do this in the moment. And I said, you know what? You're extemporaneously talking all the time that you're not prepared speech. So so how what what do you think was going? Maybe we can break it down a little bit more in terms of, you know, how was it just step by step? following this procedure in your mind or how did you work with those emotions? Cause it's really the emotions that hold us back and that critic inside that saboteur that come out, but that didn't come out in your experience. So, so everything s- was integrated. Yeah. Jose,
0: um, we're talking about Jose Navarro. Let's give him another Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, you had, a, you had, you had, explained earlier that the, um, victim you got blood gushing all over the place. He's crying. wants to talk to his mom. So it's really important that you contain those emotions or let, you know, be, yes. the more he's hyperventilating, yes. that is not. So maybe we can go talk about that a little bit.
3: Yeah. So when you, so like, like you're talking before, I think it was a step, a little step process because yes. when we are trained when we when we trained to do that we trained what to do first what to do next yes there we go one two three yes and i think it's instinctively that that's what went down in my mind now that you're speaking of it yes so first thing for me was grab gloves protect myself i mm-hmm. don't know if this individual has any disease or something like that and just st- um, step one just lay down make him lay down try to calm him down so we could do this pr- procedure it's not an operation but procedure um then step 2 just grab my hands together and just press hard on his wound and he was he was trying to move. He was he was um screaming but that the thing I, I was really trying to de-escalate the situation, try to calm him down. Try to you're, you're okay. Um you, the medics are coming. The you could hear the sirens from afar. So I'm like they're coming for you. They're already here. They're already here. You got this. you got this. No worries. Um, just like in the movies I don't know and why Did I,
0: you know him? I, I lost I that not. part You did not know But you not. knew the person That
3: actually The suspect correct? I, 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 Wow So <laughs>
0: So there's something, and it
5: connects back to the performing, too, that connecting over with that left brain, that cerebral part of you that is not going to let those emotions overtake you is really, really key to make something happen. And I know even in performing, if the most successful performances I've had, I've had a list of the things I needed to do. Turn amp on, turn, do this, you know, get equipment ready, that kind of thing. And then I was able to be much more present because the emotions. Emotions and anxiety did not take You were prepared. Yeah. Was prepared, but also that, yeah, that left brain was really working. So. so
2: I have a question for Jose because he's been trained to respond to crisis and emergency situations with the post. And you've been to competitions.
3: Correct.
2: So how, and I've seen you guys at competitions and I've seen you guys get ready. How do you feel your emotions were? say before going into a scenario at competition and then just reacting to this situation in this scenario you know you're going to be graded you know you're going to get a score you know you have the proctor there who's taking notes versus you seeing this victim and just jumping into action
3: um what are your thoughts i i don't know because i think i was more nervous in the competitions
5: Mm -hmm.
3: than Mm -hmm. in this moment because i knew i it's just on the mind i guess i was overthinking things what i could do Mm -hmm. to make this correct and get the most points to win the competition but this was just it just go with the flow like Mm -hmm. all the recidivism i've done with practicing all the times we practiced um the putting pressure or tightening up the wound or things like that it's just let let out.
5: So you actually had muscle memory for things that you did, which also goes back to (laughs) making that connection back to performing is there is muscle memory there, right? Your brain is immediately telling you, go get the gloves, right? There's a a memory for that. And so helpful to have that training, right? So helpful
4: to have that preparation. The other thing, too, is that in the trauma of the moment, you stayed in the moment. Whereas when we're getting ready for competition, we're not only thinking about right now, but we're also thinking about the future when we're going to have the judgment of our peers on us so we're not actually in the moment Mm -hmm. so there is something to be said about staying in the moment as much as possible always enables us to be authentic and we actually have more tools available we think that ideating on the past and the future is going to get us more but no it's actually being in the now Absolutely. And the
1: confidence that you had from the practice. If you have confidence in yourself, that helps you settle down and think straight. If you don't have confidence in yourself, and which maybe in the in the contest that you were in the competition, you didn't have the confidence, you hadn't done it before. You were more nervous about what's going to go wrong the fear of failure than you were on the street because Mm -hmm. you had confidence when you were on the street and that's what it's all about.
0: So to button this up because we've got about 30 seconds to go do, how is the victim, and then the person that created the? I mean, everything is one guy's in jail, and I, how about
3: that? I don't know. I personally don't know what what's been going on with that because it was just an investigation. I just gave my report, mm-hmm. and then I hope the police are able to get the guy. And right. I is hope the, the victim okay. I believe. He, I heard he yeah he got to the hospital okay nice. and he recovered. Thank I you believe. so much.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want to be neighbors with you one day. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take another little break. We got we're gonna end up uh, with Dominique to close the show after these messages. Yes. <laughs> We are back, and this is the Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I'm your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in.
4: Every single Tuesday.
0: Well, you weren't here last week, but you went to a funeral, so that was okay. Um, no, it wasn't okay, but, I mean, that was a good excuse. <laughs> <laughs> well, we all to go. We come back. I feel everybody... <laughs> Hit the bell, hit the <laughs> bell, hit me <laughs> out, me out, hurry up, redo, redo, so redo, there's no editing You're allowed <laughs> in this show, we're live, alright, we got Dominique Hackett in the house, Ooh, I am actually sorry for your loss and um, and your mom, and, and um, I know your family's all back together and everything. And in a way, you got to see a lot of family and friends, you know, going back east, so that was nice. So that's why I want you to close out the show because we missed you last week. <laughs>
4: <Yeah>. <laughs> well, um, we, we took, we, in our family, we're really fortunate. When someone does pass on, we take a moment and we celebrate life and so we got together and as a family we shared lots of stories and this time was extraordinary a lot of us heard stories that we had never heard before Mm. and that was really neat and so like what's just happened for you um, it, that's going to be a story that you're going to be able to share and pass on. And I think it's through our storytelling that we create character and we pass on. Uh, in for me, I feel like I pass on the nobility of my family. And as a child, I learned about a lot of different religions and philosophies. And one of the things that impressed me about Buddhism is that um, people who decide to participate in the Buddhist religion they take um, almost like a personal vow to the nobility of their family Mm -hmm. and I don't know if in all different religions it's ever spoken of exactly that way. But whether you think of your family that you live with, or you think of the church that you go to, or you think of your school, or you think of the PAL program and the Explorer program, there is a nobility to the people involved. Mm-hmm. And so when we act, we want to act in a way that honors the nobility of the of the people that we are a part of. And this means all the acts that nobody sees, yes. because yeah. you're there, so you see it. Mm-hmm. So if at any time we're challenged by how we are choosing to behave, just think back to the nobility of your family, to the nobility of your school, to the nobility of your, your church organization or your different organizations, and that will help you have confidence to do the things that you need to do.
5: Fantastic! Yeah, you know, I actually sat under the Bodhi tree in India. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, so <laughs> I, I'm not Buddhist, but uh, but that is such a beautiful concept, and I love that idea of family because we're all family. Exactly. And so, and when you do some heroic act like that, with you're you're just I'm taking care of my family. I'm taking care of this global family, and I think the more that we see ourselves as part of that global family, the more that we will be willing to be of service and do things that may be out of our you know character at times so exactly, yeah.
0: exactly. do think about anything except for the rightness of it exactly I don't care what exactly. anybody else thinks that's right. you just go for the right that's and you right go for the right and be that authentic right way that's all it's there's only really a right way
5: and when we go for the right and we are authentic we're rising to the vibration of love
4: Absolutely, absolutely. And that was the sweet thing about my Aunt Kay, who's the one who passed on. Everyone said she carried a sweetness of love. (laughs) (laughs) I know.
2: Are we done? Oh, yeah. Do we have a minute? Yeah, we have a minute. Um, so PAL also has open right now for PAL participants and our PAL alum. So if you're a PAL alum and you're listening to this, you need to come apply the Maribel Scholarship. So thinking of a, a sweet soul, she was a mentor, mm-hmm. she was a staff member, she was a tutor, and she left us way too early as she was pursuing, she was pursuing her master's first generation mm. um, with the blessings of her family and with a very generous contribution from the Birdie family. We this will be our fourth year of offering scholarships. Wow! So to PAL participants and PAL alum from 2014 on. Um, but she was she was that that person who walked in the in the door and her smile brightened. But the, the scholarship it based on the characteristics she embodied. Nice. So community service lifting others up and reaching for your dreams Yay. it's
0: a beautiful thing and again if somebody listened to this and they all in on the explorer program or any other program how can they get a hold of you maybe they want to visit the you know your beautiful club
2: oh yes so you our club is at 1235 chapala street across from the public market website is www.sbpal.org follow us on facebook and twitter and Instagram. Sorry. That's it. No, we got to go.
0: Sing Hit me. that bell. Me. That's it. Santa Barbara, make somebody happy today. God bless. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs>